Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Healing Insight Acupuncture and Holistic Medicine on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Owner Senya May and her team of practitioners can help patients with everything from digestion to weight loss, autoimmune conditions to fertility, and so much more. But today we're talking about sleep. It is crucial to our health, and a lot of us aren't getting enough good quality rest. And Senya says things like stress or anxiety, a nutritional deficiency, or a hormonal imbalance can be impacting our sleep. Healing Insight can help with those issues and treat you with acupuncture, utilizing calming points on the wrist, on the heart meridian that help you finally relax and sleep, and recommending herbs to calm stress and supplements to balance hormones. I see Senya regularly. She places needles in strategic points and then just lets me rest. I call it an acupuncture nap, and it's like a full night of restorative sleep in about 30 minutes. Visit HealingInsightOnline.com to see Senia's gorgeous new website and learn all about all of the treatments she offers. That's HealingInsightOnline.com. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is Best to the Nest, the podcast that is all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. Okay, Marjorie, today we are talking about small businesses with one of our favorite small business owners. We touched on this in our last podcast, that it is time to sound the alarm for small businesses. Like if we don't get off our heinies and spend some money with some small businesses, we're going to lose our small businesses. And I think you and I both have that same perspective that small businesses are really an extension of our homes in a way oh, that big businesses just aren't, right? Absolutely. It changes the 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 feeling of your own neighborhood if you shop yeah. in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really important now. And, and I, I also think PPP is running out or has run out for most small businesses. And if you have a job and your significant other has a job, I do think it's incumbent on us to shop. And that sounds yeah. weird, but it's like we have to do something. And I just it, – it's breaking my heart because I'm back out in the field shooting. And so I'm talking to chefs every day. Yeah. And I just was at a shoot the other day, Elizabeth, where the the restaurant owner and chef was able to expand – the weather's beautiful here in Arizona, so she was ex- able to expand out into a courtyard space, oh, great. which she's very fortunate to do. But were it not for that, these restaurants can't survive at 25% capacity. And <laughs> Welcome lot, to Minnesota. Right. They, they cannot. I know. They can't. And, and if they are, they're doing it with a much smaller staff, so you know that all of those people are out of work. But restaurants, small businesses, I mean, I'm just – I try and encourage everybody in the world that I'm in to get takeout. That's 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 what we can do if you're not comfortable eating in a restaurant, which I understand, or eating in a courtyard. But chop, eat, 
It's it's what we can do. It's totally true. And, you know, I think a lot of us feel there there's half the population that feels really good about who they voted for in this last election. And there's half the population that don't that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know how you vote every single day? You vote with your dollar. Your dollar is so much more important. I mean, voting. Oh, in an no, election I don't know is, about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, but it's every day. It's every day right. you're determining who is in who's in business and who's part of your community. I mean, I think voting in an election is hugely important, right. but that's once every few years. You spend money every single day on something. You're consuming something. And so where those dollars go, and Marjorie, we can agree to disagree, I think it's more important (laughs) than voting in an election. And I will stand... I'll stand by that because I think it's something that happens every day and you are then voting for who you want in your community and what options you want. We will agree to disagree on that. But I will say this about (laughs) what you're saying is I think right now... It's very easy, and it's very easy to let ourselves feel powerless. Things feel very chaotic, out of our own control. And I think when you talk about spending your dollars, if you have dollars to spend, right now, you have power. Yeah. And I think that's something that we have to think about. And maybe that's one of the silver linings of COVID, is that every little thing we have to think about a little bit differently. We have to think about with intention. And I think this is one of those things. And I need that reminder sometimes too. I mean, I know it's easy to go on Amazon. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to get that delivered to your house. I think I have to rethink that sometimes. I have to rethink those purchases. So I I, I, I will agree with you in that way that dollars are power. Well, we just had a conversation in my family on the text message chain about holiday gifts and really with intention buying from small businesses this year. Let's try to make sure that as much as possible is purchased from small businesses. Oh, that's so great. We're going to, we, we start heavy in with a disagreement and then we're going to have fun on this podcast today because we're talking um, with Laura Lemon. <laughs> Damn it. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. So Laura is the founder of Lemon Lane, which is a clean beauty and wellness shop uh, in Nashville and Houston. We've had her on the podcast before. If you guys are familiar with the podcast and you've listened to that episode, you know that Laura is my my sister Jenny's best friend from college. So I've known Lollipop Lemon Drop for many, many years and adore her. And so whenever I go to Nashville, which in the last oh, few years, Nashville has become like, I'm constantly in Nashville or I don't know why I keep showing up there, but I'm always there. Because it's and the I best always, town ever. Oh, I love it. I always make a stop at Lemon Lane. So it's a, it's a shop with a focus on experience. And at the center of the shop is this fully customized oil bar where clients you can belly up at the oil bar. It's so fun. And you talk about your unique skincare needs. And then you have a facial oil custom blended just for you. And then, of course, Lemon Lane carries all sorts of other wonderful products. But what's so fascinating about it is that the business is centered on experience. So, Laura, we're so happy that you're here. And and you know, I know that this has been a tough time for you. So since we started on a, on a challenging note on the podcast, we'll continue with that with you right now. What I mean, what's it been like? And I know I'm sure you can't even explain what the last eight months have been like for you because it's probably been really overwhelming. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me back. First off, so nice to be back on here. I'm so and happy you're here. I look forward to these things and it's nice to have those little things to look forward to during this time. Yes. Um, yes. But I, yeah, I mean, it's been humbling. You know, it's just, it's really put a focus on what really matters. And I think that's true regardless of if you own a company or not. But within our company, to me, it's all about relationships and it's 
relationships with our customers, relationships with our vendors, that has kept us afloat. That more than anything else. And, you know, just looking back to when it hit, that was, I guess, February, or really late February for us, but early March, it, you just feel numb. You know, you don't know what to do. There's no playbook. There's no one, there's no executive telling you how to, to do this. And I think it was just survival at that point. And thinking at that time, it was only going to be a couple of weeks. And even that when a small, with a small business is just like a, a nail in the coffin. I mean, you, you can't yeah. recoup that, that money that quickly. So we got creative. I, I do think that limited resources just breeds creativity. And we, at the time, didn't have a website when this happened. So we didn't have that fallback plan that so many retailers did. And we didn't have it for a reason. We had been working on a plan, um, but didn't have it ready, of course, when this happened. So we got crafty and came up with this service called Text to Buy. And that really... It was, I mean, it just kept everything going and it was amazing. And I think one of the the biggest silver linings of all this is just the way in which customers have had to adapt as well and their willingness to try new things and go out of their way to support businesses that they love. I could honestly just tear up thinking about it because we would not be where we are today had customers really not embraced that and tried um, texting with us and transacting that way rather than coming in our stores or shopping online. Is your shop, I'm assuming in March, your shop closed. Yes. Um, how long were you able to reopen it? Because your business, part of what is so special about your business was that it was very experiential, very customized. That was sort of what was really unique about it. What happened to the re- that retail side of the business? Yeah, that's, that was a scary part. I mean, something we did so well was just that physical relationship that we had with our customers. We just, we closed our doors. Let's see, that was like two or three months and we were able to open up again, but only for a short while. And we have stores in Nashville and Houston. So both of those markets were a little different on how they were responding to COVID. So that was also something we had to navigate. But during while we were closed, that's when we did the text to buy service. And what was really great about that is Rather than them just like going online and adding to cart and transacting that way, like most people were doing, we were actually able to have a full conversation with them like we would in stores. We, you know, if they, oh, caught, if they messaged in and said, Hey, I have dry skin. I'm breaking out. Like help me. We would go through like a whole questionnaire and really figure out what, what's going on and what rec- recommendations we could help them with. Yeah. That's the, that's the shift. And that's what I think is so interesting, Laura, about your business is that businesses that have been so successful at brick and mortar in the last 10 years since online shopping became such a huge thing, brick and mortar businesses that are successful are the ones that provide an experience and a relationship. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that people want to go in and spend time there and spend their money on and love that they go in and then they know the people that work there and you have that connection. And then the hardest part about that is when it came to COVID, those were the businesses that were the hardest mm-hmm. hit. And a lot and, of those businesses are women-owned businesses. Yes. Women are starting. Yes. That's what we love to do. We love to connect. Yes. And that's been really um, a, a downside of all this for sure. It's it's so hard. And those businesses and why those businesses are so important to us here, I think on Best to the Nest too, is because those businesses feel like home, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like an extension of your home. And it's why I fly to Nashville to go there because I love <laughs> to like go in and see. And there are businesses, you know, so many around here that I love to go in because I love to see the people and I love to spend 
money there versus other places. And I think the hardest thing was that Target could still sell skincare by mm-hmm. going in. Target could still sell clothes. But like our wonderful Ever Eve stores, for example, the founder Megan has been a guest on our podcast. Her stores had to close. Laura, your store had to close. All these stores. And so it felt very unfair to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know how business owners feel about saying that. I feel fine saying it, it has just felt very unfair. And I understand that the intention it has been to get a hold of this virus, but the problem is that the solution has really damaged some of the most important parts of our communities. So when you had this, so you, you transitioned to text to buy and then in the process you had been working this entire time because everyone was saying to you, lollipop, when can we shop online? I still want to come to the store, but I also still want to be able to shop online or I don't live in Nashville and I can't afford a plane ticket there every month to go. (laughs) So how do I shop online? And so you've come up with the coolest way to shop online that I haven't seen anybody doing this kind of innovative online shopping, which is essentially like an experience and a relationship mm-hmm. in the computer. It's crazy. Yeah. Or uh, tell me, tell me. I love the way you described it. Yeah, I mean, it's been four years in the making. And for four years, we had to tell all of our customers, including you <laughs> and your whole family, um, <laughs> no, we don't have a website. We're working on it. Um, but we were pretty tight-lipped. And as a small business, you only have so many resources. And I just felt from the very get-go that I didn't want to compete with Amazon. And I didn't want to compete head-to-head with all of these other retailers. I mean, if you want to buy, let's say, Tata Harper brand, there are thousands of websites to do that online. So how do you really stand out other than free shipping and get it there the same day, which I can't do. Like I, I was, mm-hmm. I would not have a business. So that was part of my business hat wearing that. But the other side of it was, okay, how do we do what we're, what we do well, what I hang my hat on every day in our stores is that relationship and getting to know our customers and every person's unique. And I, one thing that annoys the crap out of me about the beauty industry is just how they try to fit everyone into a bucket or like a certain skin type or, you know, you need to make sure you do these 12 steps and you'll have perfect skin. It's just yeah. not true. And you have to take each customer as an individual. And, you know, that's something we train our team on. We have amazing brands that understand this. So for me to just slap up a website and put products on a white background that you can just click the cart, I was just, it just didn't excite me. It just felt like, oh, that just doesn't feel like what we created at Lemon Lane. So fast forward to end of last year, we were starting early on figuring out what developer we we were going to work with. And we just found this awesome partner out of Copenhagen that just got it. Um, I would say we got turned down by probably half the developers we talked to because they thought we did, the idea was silly. And like, why would you create a members only uh, commerce site when that doesn't exist? So that was, and that honestly fired me up. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this even more now. Um, But it's been a road and I I have to say, like, I think it sped up, um, COVID sped us up in getting this out. It also, we got so many learnings from you doing text to buy. We realized we had all these customers all over the United States that I think naively we just, you know, we have our stores in Nashville and Houston. We just didn't quite fully understand. I mean, we ship to every state in, in the country, um, including yeah. like Northern Idaho. I'm like, who knows us from Northern Idaho? Um, <laughs> so it was exciting. And it just, it just fueled us to like do it right and, and 
start um, the club, which I haven't really even explained yet. Do you want me to get into that? Yes, yeah, please. Wanted, yes, because yes. Marjorie hasn't signed up yet. I'm a nope. founding member of Club <laughs> Lemon <are>. Lane. <laughs> I got the email and I was like, great, you already have my credit card, right? Get it done. No, <laughs> no, just go ahead. No, this is two days after you delivered Heathcliff. That's why I was like, Jenny, your oh, sister yeah. is next level. I was in the hospital room. <laughs> I think I signed up in the hospital. I you okay. Yeah. That is so you. That is so I you. I was thinking, I just had this baby. I feel very out of sorts. I need some products. <laughs> well, and I tell you that it's always like little Miss Minute Maximizer. Had a baby. Now what? Now what's next? <laughs> What do I have to do next? Now I'm a Club Lemon Lane member. Yeah, okay, so explain to her because you mentioned it. You kind of teased it as a members-only e-commerce site. So yes. this is, an again, it's a part of like an investment in that relationship, which right. is so cool. Important. Yes. So think of us as your personal beauty concierge, where we're your product matchmakers, and we make connections from learning about you, you taking a quiz, talking to us one-on-one. You can also transact or talk to us through email. You don't want to do video. Um, and then from there, the output and the result is a beautiful virtual cabinet that looks and feels like our stores, which if you've been oh. in our stores, it's like this medicine cabinet with beautiful wallpaper behind it, but it's your very own. And we handpick products oh, unique to you. Good. So your home you is, is your own cabinet. Yes. You build this your own good. cabinet, Marjorie. This is very good. It's so <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, but what's great is we we found after being in business this long is we've had customers that, you know, they want to buy the products. They're like, okay, I'm going to get this, this, and this. They get home and they're like, what the hell do I do with all these? I'm overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I need to do, use these products, but like, how do I use them in the best way for myself? And that's where we, alongside picking out the products, we also give you a how-to card that goes through each step in your morning and night routine that not only includes beauty products, but also your wellness products as well. So that's this the, has been the, fun. That is, I can't even imagine the development side of that. Just sort of the coding of that is, seems really, really complicated to me, especially if you had to go all the way to Copenhagen. Um, but I, I love that because I, I, I imagine it's going to have some sort of European sensibility. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through all this, I mean, I, I just find you remarkable that you're even here to talk about the fact that you innovated during COVID, which is, I think, the small businesses that are going to survive are the mm-hmm. ones that are able to get to the business of being in business, no matter what the circumstances are. But that's such an incredible credit to you and your team, because uh, I don't yeah. think, I, I, I really don't know that people who maybe work for a big corporation and their job is going on as normal, they're just working remotely, how fortunate they are are to just be working remotely because there are so many small businesses that are literally scrambling for their lives. And so many of the small business owners that I know, not only are they trying to keep their business afloat, but they're working 10 times harder for much less of a return. Mm -hmm. And so you better be patient or you better be passionate about your business and love your business because that's a hard mountain to be climbing. So I just, I just admire what you've done so much because Thank you. that really means a lot. I, I mean, I think you just feel as a business owner, you have to adapt or die. And especially in retail, I mean, I, even before all this, I, you know, you feel that like you have to propel yourself forward and constantly change to be relevant. 
Um, and this right. has flexed those muscles way more than anything else. Um, <laughs> and I do feel, you know, hopefully coming out the other end of this, I really have to get through holiday. You know, I feel like, wow, I, I, I can, you feel tested and you feel like you can get anything done, you know, and, and that's a good feeling. I mean, there were times where I just want to throw up my hands. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. How do I yeah. get to the next step? Like I just, it just felt like everything was just kind of at your, you know, not in your, the wind in your sails. So I right. really, I mean, honestly, that means, that means a lot. And I think just seeing customers, um, like you were saying, Liz, and I, I have to take Liz's side on this, um, but voting, <laughs> yeah, <fine>. <laughs> voting <laughs> with their dollar. I mean, when I see my sales at the end of the day, that's what fuels me. I'm like, okay, people are really responding and wanting to keep us going. Yeah, they're voting for you. I mean, mm-hmm. every every dollar they spend, they vote for you. It, well, you in know, my the, defense, in my defense, can I just say, I think they're equal. I'll go with equal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, I already broke you down. That's wonderful. We'll get you to more important by the end of this podcast. You exactly. always break me we down. We absolutely will. You know, I'm a big fan of voting. I voted early, folks. I got an absentee ballot. I voted early. I was a political science major in college. I'm a believer in democracy. That being said, your dollar is something yes. that you do every single day. Okay. <laughs> so I vote with my dollar quite a lot um, with Club Lemon Lane because I like to shop these products. And what I think is very fun about the whole thing too is that you've instituted a rewards. And for people like me, I love rewards. I go to places specifically, like I am a person who had a specific little pouch in my purse just for my punch cards, Laura, just for punch cards. I love punch cards. I have one at my nail place. Jenny I love the they... same way. She's like, my sister. I labeled for like which card gives her the best points. I mean, it's no she's talking about my sister. She does. She has her, she puts a post-it note on her credit cards with what to use. Like if, if gas, you know, some credit cards, it'll be like this one. Oh. We're giving you three times rewards on gas. She writes gas on a post-it note on that credit oh, card. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where does this come from, Elizabeth? It's just, you know, our German sensibility You're from our father. Yeah, oh, very resourceful. My dad, that's... you know, is a man who, if if he would get a letter in the mail and the stamp hadn't been marked by the post office, <laughs> he would steam it off and reuse it. I kid you not. Oh, oh my Lord. I kid, that, is, that is him. I kid you not. He would cut off the bottom of Colgate shaving cream with a hacksaw to get all of the rest of the shaving cream out. Okay, He's downstairs so, taking care of my children right now. I can t- I could have him confirm these stories. Oh, so man. a punch card seems easier than a hacksaw. <laughs> it, it, so this is good. So part of the Club mm-hmm. Lemon Lane is you buy in. So you, you spend $100 to become a member, right, Lolly? Right. And then you immediately get $75 product credit to use towards your first purchase. And you also get other perks like 5% back on any purchase throughout the whole year um, that you'll get as points to use towards your further purchases. Uh, we have flat rate shipping. You have exclusive content and um, access to new items and obviously access to our wonderful team too. Yeah. It's just really cool. And it was, it's really fun to shop. And then when you go into Lemon Lane, like I logged in on my phone right here as we're talking and I can see Marjorie, it says my beauty routine. And then all the products that I like, I've put into my 
little medicine cabinet. And so when I look at it, I see the Ilia Beauty serum that I love, the cleanser that I love, the age quencher, which is this, um, Ooh, this I'm aging. Age, oh, this age <laughs> quencher is this hydration <laughs> drink. So I add a scoop to water. Are you drinking I'm it right drinking now, Laura? It right now. Yep. I haven't every had day. mine yet today. <laughs> I've been, I have it every day and I add a scoop into water and I feel like it helps. I feel like after I drink that one glass that I've had four glasses of water. That's what's how hydrated it? I feel. Yeah. What's, what's in it, it, Laura? So there's all sorts of things. I mean, you have your B vitamins that help with energy, but the key are electrolytes, which electrolytes are essentially trace minerals that we used to get in water and natural spring water and in our soils. But I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about this before. That's been all depleted. Um, so we don't mm-hmm. get it as often. And so what's interesting is when you have the electrolytes present in your water, your water, your body actually absorbs and hydrates more efficiently than it does if you were just to drink regular water. It's kind of like the idea behind smart water. They add electrolytes to it, but this is definitely more, it has that plus so many other things. And it tastes like lemon lime Gatorade, which I loved that growing up, but I haven't touched it in years because yeah. There's other a lot of sugar. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of, of sugar in there. Yeah. It's um, so good. What do you think about collagen powders for aging skin? Yes. Love it. I mean, it's one of those few wellness products where I feel like after a couple weeks, you can really notice a difference, um, particularly right. with dry skin. I find that, you know, I'll do it for a while and then I'll get lazier out of my routine and I'll stop doing it. And that's when I notice, oh, that was working. You know, it's subtle. It's yeah, not, right. it's not Botox, right. or, you know, it's, but it, it does help. It helps with wound healing. It helps your di- with your digestion because you have to, I think I talked about this last time and I, I love sharing this, but you have to remember your skin on internally, I mean, we're a big donut, right? Um, that's still skin. It's not just what's on your external epidermis. It's also internally. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Let's, as we're talking products, let's talk about other things then. Like what are you really excited about that everybody should put in their beauty routine in their little medicine cabinet? And I, and I have mine open so I can add things as we're talking. <laughs> oh, See, man. multitasking. She's shopping as she's doing a podcast. That's what I'm getting done. I love it. Well, actually, we just launched yesterday this line called D-Mamiel from London. And it is, I don't even know how to, it's so hard to put into words because it's so so multifaceted. Um, But the woman that started it was a triathlete. She found out she had six months to live. She had cancer. And she completely restructured her whole life. And her philosophy is just, about clean living and she developed a skincare line uh, like probably I think over 10 years ago she's, she's been doing this for a while and she has since become a um, acupuncturist an aromatherapist an herbalist and a holistic facialist so this woman mm. just like walks the walk and the products she makes it are you just you don't people don't make these products they the amount she's time she puts into sourcing and the amount of ingredients and the, how expensive the ingredients are, skincare companies do not take the time and effort to do this normally. So it's just really special. It's all about creating a stress-free environment for your skin to thrive. So everything is um, aromatherapy-based, and I just I just love it. So look at that one, Liz. Oh, we that's fun. It. Yep. Um, what is the name, the name of it again? D-Mamiel. D-E-M-A-M-I-E-L. Okay, Perfect. I'm in here and I'm scrolling through things. That's great. Are there other gift things? Like, what do you think that people could 
shop for? I know my sister was talking about getting um, some Lemon Lane gifts for people. Like, what are some of the things that you think are maybe just must-haves to send to, like, a best friend? Or, I don't know. I always think, like, sister-in-laws are sometimes hard to buy for <laughs> when you don't always want to do something so specific that's, like, I don't know I don't, why that's, I don't know why that strikes me as so funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's because I'm always thinking, like, what should I buy Michelle? Like, what should I get for her? Yes. And I don't want to get something too personalized when it comes right. to, like, skincare, but I like getting her, like, a treat that she wouldn't get for herself. Yeah, we tend to, when people come in the store and ask that question, we tend to not you know, say, don't do the anti-aging creams as gifts. Probably not your yeah. best option. Yeah, um, no, yeah. that's like a vacuum cleaner. Don't right. do that. <laughs> yeah. Body products are great. We have this incredible body oil that I don't know how anyone could not love it. It's it's by Osea, O-S-E-A, and it's infused with seaweed, which doesn't sound great, but it's amazing. Um, it has yeah. so many like nutrients and minerals in there that your skin just soaks up. So that's a crowd pleaser. Just anything that's like a little unique like that, that I think that they wouldn't normally buy themselves, but um, also yep. has that special factor, whether it's the ingredient story or the smell. There's also what does like, that one smell like? What does the it's, seaweed it's product smell citrus, like? Actually, it doesn't smell oh, like nice. seaweed at all. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Marjorie, you should get that for that I'm, dry air in Arizona for your body. Oh, yeah, no, I would love that actually. It's Osea, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're out of Malibu. All of their products are infused with things from the ocean. So that's really interesting. I would also think like some tinted lip balms, like the one from Kosas. That one has hyaluronic acid in it along with really oh, nice. beautiful, I actually have it on right now, just like a natural pink color for the lips that you can wear every day. I have like two in my purse at all times. Oh, that's I'm a big fan of Kosas. I love their concealer. Just FYI is fantastic. And I use it on TV too. And I use mm-hmm. it in real life. And what makes it special? Elizabeth? It's just a really good coverage and it doesn't get any sort of creasy mm-hmm. underneath my eyes, oh, which sometimes yeah. they can a little bit. And um, what I really liked about it, what was, was when I saw Laura talk about it on Instagram was that it has a whole bunch of like peptides and things like that in it. So it kind of almost doubles as like a bonus eye cream, right, Laura? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Skincare meets makeup. It's incredible. I work at Lemon Lane. Yeah. If you open a Minneapolis store, I'm going to quit everything and manage it. Okay. So side story, when we were early, you know, starting the development of our Club Lemon Lane website, we had a big like kickoff meeting with our developers. And they were talking about, they did this analysis of like where we're um, have, seeing customers and traffic to our website from different areas of the country. And they're like, Dude, do you have a store in Minneapolis? Like you haven't told us about? <laughs> I just, no, I have I a Reese family. Not. I know. I'm like, no, I just happen to have some really lovely, lovely friends there that are our biggest fans. Well, listen. I mean, and you know, when we went to, I went to Nashville on a Twin Cities live trip with Twin Cities live viewers and we, we bought out the whole store. I mean, Laura shot down the store for us to do a private shopping event with all these ladies who were with me and we had so much fun. And then of course, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast and I get a lot of messages from people who are in the Twin Cities who tell me that they support Lemon Lane. And I mean, and that's what we're talking about. It's, it's even wherever you love to go. Like I love to go to Nashville on a girl's trip. Like I want, I'm invested in seeing places that I want to shop there, wherever you can find these small. And I think particularly women run businesses that are run with such passion it is it is so important to seek them out and to shop them, whether they're in your neighborhood or not. Because, you know, I don't want 
my neighborhood to look exactly like every other neighborhood. I want to have places that I, that are destinations to go to. And the only way is for them to be financially supported. It's, well, the, it, the, it's so the other part of that too is, and we're talking about women owned businesses. These are women who are doing what we all have tried to do, which is to find a way to have a home, raise a family, be in control of their own destiny in a way that I think all of us, as we go through life and are trying to have it all, which we know is impossible, you get it all at certain times in your life, you don't get it all at once. But I think that's the importance, too, of supporting female-owned businesses, is this is somebody's particular dream. And I think that's what we have to remember, too, whether it's cosmetics or taking care of people's needs in terms of clothing or mm-hmm. name it or spices. I'm thinking of the, you know, the shops on Grand Avenue in Minneapolis or yeah. in, in St. Paul. Yep. You know, whatever that is, if it's a female owned business or even a male owned business, what I think all of COVID has shown me, and my father was a small business owner. So I grew up with a small business that was my grandfather's business that supported three families. These businesses support families. These businesses are dreams. And I think it's so important that if you are working and you have a bit of disposable income, spending money in these businesses supports a family and supports a dream. And we have to remember that as we're going to lose so many of these businesses. Yeah. And it's going to change our cities. It's going to change your neighborhood. And I know people are struggling. I know that financially. But some people still have jobs. Some people are still spending money. Vote with your dollars, Elizabeth. Yes. <laughs> She's come around. Um, and can I plug a uh, resource real quick? I'm part of a Female Founders Collective, and they have this amazing list. You can go on their website um, that shares women-owned businesses from across the country, and they created this cool. database that you can then link out. And if you want to find jewelry, they have a list of all the women that have their own jewelry company. Um, and they partner with Ladies Get Paid, too. So it's just an incredible organization. Can you make well, sure you forward that link so we can put it in the show notes? Yes, yes. Yeah, um, we'll put that up. And that I, is something, too, Laura, that you've been doing a lot of that I've been seeing on your social media that I wanted to make sure that we talked about, which is using your reach to support other small businesses. I mean, this has been something that's been a constant for you from the beginning. I mean, you've you've been doing that, but I think especially during COVID. And how, so what's, what's sort of the mentality behind that? And how are you all banding together to say, hey, can we, can we help each other out? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Lemon Lane did not get started in until women really came around me and supported me and other business owners here in Nashville. And Nashville has really given me that perspective that um, I'm, I know it's happening in other cities, but it's such a communal. And I don't know if it's because of country music and this atmosphere of like songwriting and everyone's trying to support each other. You know, it's just, a, there's like a scrappy nature to Nashville. Yeah, though. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. It's like, you know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Let's, let's make it, but people just come out and support you. And I felt that really early on and I just, I didn't want to continue this journey and, and we saw some early success having launched here in Nashville that I was like, I just want to pay it forward and help other women businesses, but also do some mentoring. So I help with um, Vanderbilt University and their women in business program too. And I wish I could do more of it, honestly. Um, but I, I hope to, you know, continue that. And in, in all of going. this, the, in all of this of what you've been through in the last, what has it been now? Eight months? Nine months, I've lost track. So many months. So many months. (laughs) What have you learned about yourself in all of this? Hmm. 
God, no one's asked me that yet. And I probably should spend time contemplating that. You don't have time. <laughs> yeah, we, we speak I mean, before we think all the time here. So don't worry about it. Just speak and then think later. It's yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I think how your attitude is everything, you know, just one thing that I, I've always enjoyed about myself, but sometimes as a business owner thought it was a fault is just how I've always um, had this positive outlook and tried to see the best in situations. And sometimes that's blinded me to certain things. And I think as a woman in business, there's this pressure to have your shit together and like to be a badass woman, you know, in business, right. It's, it has this like ring to it now. Um, But also realizing that that's what makes women in business so unique, you know, we're empaths. We are, we want to seek change and do well for our communities. And I think just through all this scariness, just realizing like, that's why I'm doing this. And I should, if I'm not continuing to do that and that's, and not prioritizing that, then I, I shouldn't be doing it. I love that perspective because I love that idea that for a long time in the workforce and in business, it felt like in order to, and and I can totally relate to this, Marjorie, you can too in TV news, Oh yeah, which is in order to be successful in a field that's dominated by men, you have to be like a man to do it, right? I mean, this is why women wore these like shoulder padded blazers on TV right. all the time and like, hello, <laughs> right. right? And had to, had to just adjust everything about themselves to sort of push that power, mm-hmm. which is a, doing a disservice to the gifts that we have. Right. I, I mean, particularly as individuals, but then also collectively as women, that success doesn't come from being like a man. It comes from being like, yourself. And, and I, think, I, think I love that you're embracing that. I think that's true for men as well. Yeah. It's yeah. like, is that you get to bring, and I think, I like to think that I'm a little bit older than you guys, but I like to think that women coming into the workforce also freed men. Liberated men. Yeah. To be more authentic themselves. Right. I've worked for a lot of good men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that that, but I do think as, em, you know, you say you're an empath. And I think that's whenever we bring our, our, our true self to the workplace, our true mission to the workplace, no matter what you do, you're going to make it a better place to be. I mean, I remember when I started in news, I was only the second woman ever in the control room. Yeah. Wow. And my news director said to me, you better not cry. <sighs> and I looked at him, I said, so not my nature. I'll be fine. But what I did bring is when we all had to work on Thanksgiving, which in the news business, somebody's working the holidays. Yeah. My husband made pies and we had pie in the newsroom on Thanksgiving. And I just think there are, there are things that nobody had done that before in that newsroom. And mm-hmm. I think there are things that we can bring that, that, that slowly but surely change business for all of us. And I, and I think that's the key thing is, and that's what I love about you saying that, you know, you have this positive outlook and sometimes you thought that was a detriment, Mm -hmm. but, but so not things will be well if we make them well. Yeah. It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be hard times. There are, we're in it now. We've lost so many people, but we still have to bring that, uh, that attitude of things will be well. How can I make them better? Yeah. So I love that you still are keeping and holding on to that. That's who you are, Lollipop. We're so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, you Lollipop can call me Lollipop Lemon Drop. <laughs> Boy, that is a name that we need right now. It just, just makes me cutest. smile. 
I know, but if you, I, I do think that is the, um, you know, the tagline of the show today. If things will be well, if we make them well. I mean, you have to. The only thing that we have that we can control is is ourselves and our homes, and um, our and putting our dollars towards the things that are important to us. And mm-hmm. so, um, Laura, we're so proud of you, and I love that you um, came on the podcast again. This was really I, delightful I, to get to chat with you. You guys are so sweet to have me back. So, thank you, and. and- I just want to say about the club too, you know, it is a new way of um, shopping, but it's meant to be fun and puts you at the center of it. And I just hope you guys like it. (laughs) I like it. I look at my beauty cabinet on occasion just to like see what's going on and then what new stuff do I need to add? Yeah. And it was really, (laughs) it was created for people like you, Liz. I mean, we're all busy women, especially now more than ever with kids crawling all over us at home and trying to get our work done. <laughs> and I just felt like I know women care about feeling good and putting the right products on their skin, but they don't always have the time to do the research and they just want someone to make it easy for them. And I think that's yeah. yes. really where I see the value in this is just like, you know, they can trust us to do a good job and make their lives easier. That's the goal. Sure. Well, I look forward to being a member of the new club. This Ooh. will be very fun for me. Very it's, fun. It's if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review at Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best to the Nest or go to besttothenest.com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.